call to the booth. We got a big week on primetime. Bills, Chiefs, Rams, Seahawks. Which one of these rookie quarterbacks is ready for primetime? Paul, drop that beat. Call to the booth, Harrison Sanford, Keith Tlaib, and getting you ready for week five and also getting you ready for the Super Bowl, which will be in LA. If you guys haven't heard last week, the announcement was made for the Super Bowl artists, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Dr. Dre, Akeem. I know you're going to be in the building and I yeah. know you're going to be with the vibes come halftime here in LA. I don't never think I saw a, a, a Super Bowl show, a halftime show. Harrison, so you know, I'm I'm checking shit off my bucket list, Harrison. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to the Super Bowl. I'm watching the halftime show, you know what I'm saying? So I'm glad Jay-Z got involved with it. He got Dr. Dre involved with it, let him set up that show. That shit gonna be dope. Wait, so hold on. You've you never seen it live. You have watched it like on the couch, like in the, in the year that you didn't play the Super Bowl. Well, nah, cause you know. Halftime, we doing extracurricular stuff. We moving here, we moving around. I'm not really sitting there watching the halftime show. I promise you, I never, I never watched the halftime uh, performance before from the Super Bowl. So I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do that shit this year. Nice little West Coast setup. Make sure I'm locked in. I feel it. I feel it. Um, I, I I understand. I, Look, I, we, I had, understand we, exactly. we had Beyonce. We had Beyonce Super Bowl Fifty. I wanted to poke my head out so bad, Harrison, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to poke my head out so bad. Told wifey to record it. She like, nah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I ain't recording it. But you know what I'm saying? It was, we probably had one of the hardest ones. Bruno Mars, Beyonce, Coldplay. We probably had one of the hardest ones, one of the hardest ones. So I wish I could have seen that one. But, you know, Dr. Dre and Snoop, they going to make it shake. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be lit for sure. Uh, coming up on the show today, we're going to break down that game uh, between the uh, Los Angeles Rams and the Seattle Seahawks. Aki will actually be uh, on the call for that. we got to talk about his involvement with that Amazon Prime broadcast. We're going to talk about some rookie quarterbacks as well. But, again, talking about Eminem and Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, got me feeling a little bit nostalgic, Akib. And as you were doing the Bears and Lions game this weekend, we saw the fit clean again. Yeah. And I think it had people on Twitter. Paul, Paul, cue me up a little bit. Uh, I had people on Twitter feeling <laughs> a bit nostalgic as well. I saw that. Hey, I saw that. Hey, <laughs> that was a great one right there. That was a good one. A little side by I, side. I, I, I was cleaner than the rock, though, man. Much cleaner. <laughs> nice and neat. And and then this other one had this yeah. one did it for me, too. <laughs> hey. For those... That's the funniest episode on all the Martins, bro. The New Jack City episode by far. By yeah. far, funniest episode on Martin. Yeah, I think there was another tweet that I, for, for those who are only listening, we showed a side-by-side -side of Akeem and the Young Rock, the Young Rock with the chain, <laughs> and we just showed Martin uh, from an episode where uh, he was with a dog and he was imitating CMB. One of the better tweets, too, was talking about uh, you looking like you were holding a CMB meeting from New Jack City. So... <laughs> Hey, Twitter ain't shit, bro. <laughs> Ooh, shit. Twitter crazy. Bro. I love Twitter. I love y'all people, man. Yes, indeed. People, a lot of people like Twitter yesterday, too, or on Monday because Instagram is down. But that's another story for another day for another podcast. Let's talk some football. Again, you were at Soldier Field for those uh, Lions versus the Bears. Uh, yes, what were your major impressions of that game? Man, and, we'll save, uh, and we'll save actually the Justin Fields discussion for, for the back end. Okay, uh, 
the Bears, the Bears is close, man. They still that defense. It ain't gone yet. They got guys returning. That Bears defense still gonna bear down. We noticed that. Uh, they ran the football good, and, and and Justin Fields, he ran that show. The thing, and then the one thing as I was watching the game, you know, you and I before we before the game was played last week, we were talking about optimism for the Detroit Lions, the way right. they come back in games, the way they started out games well, particularly against the Packers. But something always goes wrong. This game, again, I know Dan right. Campbell has to be frustrated. All those trips to the inside the 10, no points. And then probably the more critical thing that I was I was confused by, it was fourth and short. They were down by 10, end of the game. It feels like you have to take the field goal because you're going to have to score a touchdown anyway. You must have – I think you were confused as well. I would have took the field goal, Definitely. But I feel where you're coming from, man. You on like the four yard line. You was you like, man, we close. Shit. If we was on the nine or eleven yard line, kick the field goal. But we on the four yard line. He felt like he 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 could he could predict what coverage they was gonna be in. I think they I think they did a pretty good job getting the route that they wanted. But uh Ogletree, man, Ogletree done found a forty four inch vertical somewhere and tipped that ball down. But man, that's that's why they get paid the big bucks, man. Them head coaches gotta make them real decisions. And you ain't always gonna be right. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, speaking of things that, uh, speaking of unfortunate things that happened on the other side of the ball, at least for the Bears, uh, David Montgomery, he's out four to five weeks with a knee sprain. He's gonna put some fantasy value on Damian Williams. Um, do you th- do you think that Damian Williams is a starting person in your flex uh, for fantasy football purposes? Just watching how that that the operation moved last week up up close. Definitely, definitely. I love. I, I I've been loving his game since since he was in Kansas City, right? I, I I didn't really see him in Miami. I really got to see him in Kansas City. I'm like, oh, he could tote. So when he got to he got to uh to the Bears, they gave Montgomery the ball so much. I knew I knew this day would come, right? But you could depend on Damian Williams, man. He gonna tote for you. Got great vision. He a, he a solid guy. You know what I'm saying? And he got in and played well once once uh, Montgomery went out. So that O-line is playing well. So he'll hop in and do his thing. Apparently, the Bears are not sticking with Justin Fields. Uh, Coach Nagy said that when he when Andy Dalton returns to full health, he will be the starter. But that offense looked a bit better for Justin Fields this week. Darnell Moody had a, 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 credible, a really nice series of catches uh, throughout the course of the game. What are your impressions now of seeing Justin Fields from week one to week two? Now you got to see him in person. Uh, Mooney definitely had a had a day, man. He was super explosive on Sunday. But Justin Fields, he he got comfortable in the in the previous two games. I seen him. He was not comfortable at all, right? He just them reps, man. Them game reps, them practice reps. Your guys picking you up, and you just seeing it happen, seeing it seeing it happen how it's supposed to happen all week in practice as the starter that can do something for you in the game, right? So he came out, man. He played with great rhythm. He made all the throws. The numbers ain't jump off the page, but I promise you, he controlled that whole game. He had four scoring drives. He impacted those scoring drives with dimes. I'm talking about complete dimes out of that play action. Good run, good run, play action, dime. So Justin Fields, if it was me, I have him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, Come off the gas that fast, man. He rolling now, so I'll keep him in there. But I don't get paid the big bucks, Harris. It ain't my job, baby. That's why them dogs get – that's why nagging them get paid the big bucks. There we go. It, it, is a, it is a difficult decision because 
you, you pop you have more tape with Andy Dalton for sure. But at the same right. time, the fan base definitely wants uh, Justin Fields out there. But you got to win games to keep your job. Uh, speaking of winning games to keep your job, Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars still winless on the season. But again, another quarterback that you got to see in person, Trevor Lawrence. By the way, my best bet would have been right when it comes to the Jaguars and Bengals on Thursday night, even though we didn't place that. Um, Trevor Lawrence, how do you what feel about him tired? now that you got to see him on Thursday night football um, on, on TV? And then obviously you saw him in person when they right. took on the Cardinals. The same, man. I, I feel like the more reps, the more game experience he get, he getting more and more comfortable as well. So that's another team. They flying. Both of those teams, the Lions and the Jags, they flying around, bro. They playing a great half of football. I don't know what's going on with them in, in the other half, whether that's the second half or the first half. They're only putting together two quarters. So the Jags just got to find a way to put together a complete game, man, e- eliminate some of the negative plays. They close too, man. It's a young team, good group of vets. But uh, Trevor Lawrence, he, he going to be one of them guys for sure. All right, bet. And then finally, we are looking at uh, Mac Jones and Zach Wilson before we go on to the power rankings. Real quick, obviously, Mac Jones put – Primetime game against Tom Brady and Zach Wilson getting their first win. And thankfully, we didn't pick against them in Survivor. Uh, getting their first win against the Tennessee Titans. Real quick on those two rookie quarterbacks as well. Uh, Zach, I think he just need more weapons around him. Get some more explosive guys around him. You know, just some more consistency around him, right? And I think that'll ev- elevate his level of play. And uh, Mac Jones got it figured out, man. He got it figured out. He he get the ball out on time. Uh Half of his interceptions he's thrown is completely not his fault. Drop balls or tip balls or whatever. But he got it figured out. He don't like what he see. Check it down. He in the perfect system. They got good defense over there. He got Josh McDaniels. He got weapons around him. He might be in the best situation out of all these guys. Yeah, it's uh, what he did on Sunday night uh, almost took them to the win. I think a lot of Patriots fans probably disappointed that Bill went for that uh went for that field goal and didn't give him a chance to get that first down that could have clinched the game. Uh, before we get out of here and go to our uh, A-plus matchups for week five, we got to look at our power rankings for week uh, going into this week. Uh, the Cardinals here at number one, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at two, Dallas Cowboys at three, Buffalo Bills new to the rankings. Some say they should have been there from a long time ago, at least Bills would, Bills fans would. They're at number four, and the Los Angeles Rams at five. Before, yeah, we could talk about uh, the Buffalo Bills, but first, let's just talk about those Arizona Cardinals. They are now the favorite in the NFC West at plus 170. You've been on the Cardinals for a minute. They took down the Rams this past week. They pretty much controlled it from the beginning of the game to the end, but their upcoming schedule is brutal. I think Paul is letting us know, Paul, our betting expert and our producer, letting us know this is not the right time to put your chips down on the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, maybe you wait like for them it. to get some losses. Not at Not this price. Losses. Right team, right ahead, price. Paul. Right team, right price. I think you'll let them see how they go through this span a little bit if the number dips a little bit. You already told us to get it at plus 800, plus 750. No yeah. reason to get it at plus 170. Nah, 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 nah. It's, there you go. I like them, man. I like I like what they're doing right now. The schedule already started to get tough, if you ask me. They went to SoFi Stadium against the Rams. It looked easy to me, so, man, they might be the most dangerous team in the league, man. They got the most dangerous quarterback. They got the most dangerous group of skill guys. They D-line might be the most dangerous. Hey, they flying around playing football. Now you got uh, Murphy, Byron Murphy, creating turnovers, Buda Baker involved. So they got, they got the, the right makeup, man. This could be a special team. 
Speaking, and then we were talking about the Bills. You know what? I have a funny feeling that they're going to be a part of our no-fly zone. So when yeah, we come back after the break, we'll do the no-fly zone, and then we'll probably spend some time talking about the Bills because they also play big-time matchups Sunday night football against the Kansas City Chiefs. What's going on, Pastor Tan here? And you're watching Call to the Booth. Back with more Call to the Booth. You know we have to do it every single week. Akeem, who's been a five-time pro bowler, breaks down the best secondaries in the NFL week five rankings real quick. Number one, Buffalo Bills, not ranked last week. Cleveland Browns, Los Angeles Chargers, Denver Broncos from one to four. And then finally, the Los Angeles Rams, who had a hard time with Kyler Murray and the boys this past weekend. We said we'd talk about the Bills. Let's talk about the Bills. Akeem, gotcha. uh, they, had a weak, they had a weak strength of schedule to start the season. We all predicted them to beat the Texans. But at a certain point, regardless of the schedule, right. we had, they had to be recognized. So that's why they wasn't in. They had, I mean, their schedule was weak, right? You played four lesser opponents, four guys you were supposed to beat. So that's why I was hesitant to put them in, you know, my 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 uh, power rankings. Uh, I kind of go by that schedule, man. I go by who you lost to, who you beat, right? They ain't really, you know, ah. Washington, Dolphins, Steelers, Texans. I didn't really like it, right? But if you're giving guys zero points in the NFL, on multiple occasions, you definitely doing your job. So you you came out against the Texans. They you supposed to dominate them. You gave them zero points. You got four interceptions. You dominated them, right? Same with same with the Dolphins. Your quarterback get hurt. You supposed to dominate them. You got zero points, three interceptions, right? You dominated them, right? So I gotta respect the game, man. Bills, they coming in and they coming in hot. Number one, number one pass D, number one in points in the NFL. That'll get you number one rank on uh, my no-fly zone list. And they easily could have been 4-0 if it wasn't for that blocked punt that turned right. into a touchdown for the Pittsburgh Steelers in week one. Easily one, easily 4-0. Um, we're actually going to talk about Tredavious White in a little bit before we preview uh, that Sunday night football game. But we got to focus in on Thursday since you'll be doing the game uh, with Amazon Prime. Uh, for anybody who's watching or listening, can you explain exactly what you'll be doing with that broadcast? And then we're going to get to our A-plus matchup of DK Metcalf and Jalen Ramsey. Uh, so we're not, we not necessarily doing like the play-by-play, -play, the, you know what I'm saying, the analyst, the serious way like we do on Fox. We kind of, you know, have a drink, eat some popcorn, and, you know, put the cameras on us and just watch us analyze the game in that kind of setting, right? So it's going to be fun. We're going to keep it light. But we're going to, you know, I'm lead, right? So I got to talk a little football. So we're going to have it fun, man. I'm glad Amazon let me be a part of that. Yeah, no, it should be a lot of fun. And I think our friend, friend of the show, Chris Long, is also joining you yep. as well as a part of that broadcast as well. So excited to see both of y'all get to work and do what you guys do. Uh, speaking of doing what you guys do, it's breaking down uh, matchups between top wide receivers and top defensive backs. Uh, A-plus matchups, Akeem, what's the rule? You gotta follow, baby. <laughs> and we're hoping that Jalen Ramsey follows DK Metcalf. We know Jalen Ramsey's been using the star position so far this right. year, moving all the way around. How do you anticipate that matchup between him and DK Metcalf? See, I'm getting a better feel for how they're using Jalen. So early downs or early passing situations, sometimes he might be at that star, but real third down, crucial, got to have it situations, he on your number one guy, man. So he going to get a lot of DK Metcalf. He saw a lot of hop last week, uh, Evans the week before. So – He's still following, just not as not completely all game where he get bored. You know what I'm saying? They bring him, bring him in the slot, let him get active a little bit, get involved in these runs and these screens. But in gotta have his situations, red zone, 
Third down, he definitely following. So DK and uh, Jalen definitely going to go head-to-head on Thursday night. Big time NFC West matchup. The Seahawks got their win against the San Francisco 49ers, who were without Jimmy Garoppolo for that second half. Los Angeles Rams coming off an embarrassing loss to the Arizona Cardinals, who they just could not contain the animal that is Kyla Murray. So as we look at this matchup now uh, in this tough NFC West, Akeem, if you could point out three factors or three things that you're specifically watching for in this game. Well, I'm definitely going to watch both quarterbacks, man. What's, what's quarterback is going to be extra special? They're both special. Which one going to be extra special and do something crazy, create some extra time, hit a guy downfield? That's going to change the game. Uh, number two, definitely watching that DK, DK and uh, Jalen Ramsey matchup. Uh, it's going to be on the offense left, defense right. DK ain't going nowhere else. You know where to find them at. Definitely watching that. And number three, you can't watch the Rams without just watching Aaron Donald tear shit up, man. So I'm always watching AD, baby. There you go. There you go. Uh, one, would, one would imagine that Russell Wilson's going to have to create some extra time and be mobile on his feet if Aaron Donald uh, has an impact on the game, which Always. he usually does. And then Sunday Night Football, another big-time prime primetime matchup. Some good matchups this weekend uh, prime time, in the primetime, at least. Tyreek Hill versus Tredavious White. Tredavious yes, White of the Buffalo Bills. Shutdown corner, number one team in your no-fly zone rankings. Tyreek Hill had a, a real quiet two weeks. Then all of a sudden, he takes away all of... Anybody else is shining that off. Like he Travis always Kelsey. do. <laughs> he didn't just go for one. He didn't just go for two. He went for three. Could have. He could have had four. That's the crazy yeah. thing. I, if you played against him in fantasy football, you stood no chance. No chance, baby. No he dropped. You know I'm. A, you know Tyreek Hill, my number one pick. Fifty-five across the board. <laughs> Fifty-five point yeah, eight, it, man. You don't got no chance, baby. Yeah, you gotta. They, they gotta be like a max points rule because when he when he starts going off, he, it's going it's, crazy. If you're ever playing against him, you, you know you don't win. You don't win. You just nah, don't win. I'm um, telling you. But that's right. a, that that'll be a big time, big time, uh, big time matchup, man, between those guys. Tre'Davious White probably gonna have an assignment to follow uh, Tyreek, and I don't know if he did in the past. I don't know if I, I don't know if he followed him like last year and in the playoff game. I don't know if he followed him in the past, but. They was unsuccessful in the past, right? So you got to switch something up. I know they're trying to switch up how they play them guys. Put your best guy on them, man. Let your best guy get that action, man. So I'm pretty sure he will be on Tyreek this week. I think the interesting thing here, and you could reflect in all your time playing with the Broncos uh, when you had to play against uh, the Patriots and things of that, or the Steelers. When you play a team that you, you really expect to see in the postseason, how does that impact the week leading up to it? And maybe, and maybe even the game planning going up to it. Because part of me, like part of me, again, I'm not a coach. Part of me would say, you know what, I'm not going to give them all 100% of the playbook. I'm going to give them about 75%. I don't want them to see every trick that we have out the back because rest assured right. we're going to see them. At the same time, there could be a situation. If the Bills win this game, there's a strong likelihood they get, the, they get a better seed than Kansas City. All of a sudden, Patrick Mahomes is coming to snowy Buffalo in late January, and he's not able to pitch the ball around like he would potentially in Kansas City. I mean, obviously, Kansas City's still a cold place as well, but Buffalo is definitely a different type of temperature, definitely a different type of environment. Uh, give me your thoughts on that. And, and all of a sudden, Justin Herbert is looking like Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, the Raiders is looking like they're going to be the surprise team of the year. So you can't play like that, Harrison. Look, we're going to see these guys later on. No, you're not. 
Not if Justin Herbert keep playing like he playing, you're gonna be you're gonna be number three in no playoffs. So you gotta play to win, man. It's one week at a time. You can't save no bullets. Play to win this week right here. You don't know if you're gonna see them again. Okay, so if I had to break it down to three things to watch out for, both teams going hard at each other, putting out the whole playbook because very pivotal matchup for playoff seeding. We're looking at Tredavious White and Tyree Kill. Just give me one more thing that you keep my eyes focused on or viewers should keep their eyes focused on before we get out of here. Watch how, watch how the Buffalo decides to play Mahomes, man. It's, it's, it got to be something different. They, they saw him a lot of times. They've never been successful against him. They got to, whatever plan they plan, however they plan on playing him in the playoffs, they got to try that shit out right now. So they should have something something drawn up, you know what I'm saying, stirred up, cooked up for him. It should be something different. They one of the main teams who studied uh, the Chiefs in the offseason because they know, like, we the big boys. We got to get through them guys. So I know they put a lot of time in studying the Chiefs. I'm interested to see what their game plan is on defense to stop them. So interested to see a bunch of games this week in prime time. That matchup between uh, the Rams and the Seahawks, this Kansas City-Buffalo matchup, very entertaining as well. And low-key... Excited to see what happens with the Denver Broncos. Can they come back yeah. from that loss against the Baltimore Ravens? Will the Pittsburgh Steelers go to one and four? That sounds crazy, but very much likely if the Broncos come into uh, Heinz Field and do their thing. And that's what we'll talk about on our Thursday show. We'll lock in on the Broncos. Akeem Tlaib and myself, we got to focus in on that team in that tough, tough AFC West. But that's it for this show. We'll see you next time.